Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more, all covered now on Life Planning. Good morning. Marvelous Monday morning it is, yes. And um, Blakeney Hodges sipping in, obviously, for Terry Slavens. And we don't have Angela Robinson with us, but we're still in very good company because we're joined by Jim Kennedy as well as Aaron Kennedy. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning, morning. morning. Takes two of us just to make up one of hers. So. <laughs> So, what's on the menu for your life planning, financial planning today? Well, here we are going into our last season of the year, which is Christmas, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of spending going on, a lot of joy, you know, a lot of blessings, and sometimes we think there's a lot of emotional spending, you know, so people spend maybe more than what they should, and we want to talk about wrapping up this year and then what we need to be thinking about for next year because just because the end is, the year's ending uh, you know we can't start stop thinking about what we need to be doing for next year in the mm-hmm. years to come so we're going to talk about that just a little bit it's probably a perfect season too cuz like you said i never thought about that but Probably is a little more emotional spending around the Christmas holidays, you know, the nostalgia and everything of the season. So, but yeah. you have to keep, you got to remember your budget. I mean, the money's there or it's not. So It's there, yeah. And of course, that's, the, right. That, that's right. So the businesses, you know, their jobs to market and they do a really good job of that. They make you want something and, you know, look at Black Friday. I mean, all you had to do is turn the TV on and knew that I didn't want to be there. Oh, uh, yeah. But people <laughs> go crazy, you know. Oh, it, it went all through the weekend, too. I ran into Aaron at a store yesterday, and I was like, it was still just jam-packed full of people. Yes, and it was crazy. And then you have Cyber Monday today, so. Right, so <clears throat> they make it think like this is the end of the world. And this yeah. Is your and last, the, last chance to buy anything, so. You're never going to get a TV this cheap again, ever, <laughs> until July. Right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's kind of what we're going to discuss. We're going to kick it off with Aaron talking about the market. We've seen a lot of volatility, a lot going on with that, so it's going to kick it off with Aaron talking about that today, and then we're going to kind of go from there. What's happening in the market, Aaron? Market has been very, very volatile recently, and it's not all that abnormal what's going on. Uh, you know, the market goes through, on average, two corrections a year, and as of right now, this is we're still in correction mode. So, a correction is anything uh, between ten and twenty percent down a year, and we average over two. So. What's going on right now is not abnormal at all. And really what's being hurt the most is some of these tech darlings that have just skyrocketed over the last several years. And that's, if you think about it, that's where everybody's been. Everybody expects to make the most money in those tech names. And they've everybody has them in their portfolio. So when they take this drastic drop, it feels worse. Because it affects a lot more people. Yes. People get so greedy at tops of markets, everybody's portfolio is weighted to those. Mm-hmm. That's what they've been buying. Oh, Facebook's number one stock. That's all I'm going to put my money in. 
that's painful you know it's it's a lot more painful right now to the average person than it than it should be the market actually looks pretty good economically the the numbers look great our gdp growth is great you know unemployment is historically low right now and we still have a lot of room on the participation rate so there's still a lot of fuel to economic growth mm-hmm. but people are just worried now from a price standpoint the market looks good we're selling at about average pe multiples so the amount that we're willing to pay for companies earnings we're a historic average right now we're not way way overpriced like we've been over the last 10 years so this is a it's a lot better place to be and until something changes economically I would not be freaking out right now. I would not be making a lot of changes to your portfolio unless it's end of year rebalancing. And I think we'll talk about that here in a minute. Good job, Aaron. I mean, I think this is one thing that always concerns clients is, you know, should I be investing and should I not? And, you know, the way we look at that is this is the first day of the rest of your life. How long is that going to be? So just mm-hmm. just these last few months, even you know, it seems to be very volatile. But we got to think about the future, not just today. And so we need to stay invested. And uh, Karen says, I think uh, the rebalancing is a big, big key. But. Uh, let's talk about just real quick at the, this year end what's what's going on. People spend an average of about eight to nine hundred dollars on average for Christmas, and you know it, that's medium spending. A lot of people that make a little bit more income are going to spend twelve hundred to fifteen hundred dollars a year. And think about that: is that really, you know, is are you buying things that's really needed for Christmas? Or are you just buying things because of the emotional? sight of what's going on with the stores in town and mm-hmm. on what you see on tv or the latest thing out there and uh you know it's, it's just kind of step back and say is it something that's necessary is it something i really need how long would it last even if we got this for you know the children for each other and find out because it's you know spending like that is once you spend it you, you know you usually don't you know you don't get it back and most of the time, a lot of times, that spending that stuff ends up at Goodwill. Yeah, or in a garage sale. Garage or, sale. Yeah. And it's not really, uh, it's not something that's necessary. And, and what's what Christmas, we, I think we fail to, forget, uh, to remember what Christmas is really all about. Yeah. And it's about a family and being thankful and, and having time to spend together. And even though our joke around our house is the produce lots of Christmas is the tail lots of everybody going home. <laughs> we, we really enjoy having everyone at our place. So uh, I think that's a good uh, a thing to remember. So watch what you're spending. Think about how it's going to affect your budget. Also think about what's going to be left on that credit card. You know, at the end of the month, can you pay it off? If mm-hmm. you can't pay it off, don't buy it. That's just a good general rule because you're going to be paying interest and interest on credit cards is going to be very expensive and you're going to be paying that for several months and wouldn't you rather have that money being earned in your 401k your ira or just put it back for a rainy day for an emergency fund yeah. i think that's uh, i think we just forget sometimes about the emotional spending of christmas and thinking we have to give a gift for someone and you know i know old school thinking sometimes yeah. but 
making bread, jelly, things like that, and handing them out? I was just going to say, like, not canned goods, but, you know, things that you can, like jellies and pepper jellies and things like that. Yeah, things, yeah. things every time they open the jar, they're going to remember you. Yeah. Yeah, so always, always ask Grandma when she leaves money to the grandkids, do you want to remember you one time, or how would you like to remember you, uh, them every year for the next 20 years? Yeah. You know, so they're... You know, remembering each each time they open that lid to a jar of jelly or uh, bread, you know, mm-hmm. saying, wow, this is really great. It's very thoughtful. Somebody would do that. So we might think about how we spend our money. And uh, I think I think uh, it would we would do it differently if we put some thought into it. So wrapping up in the year, let's look at the, let's look at next year. What do we need to be doing? We need to be looking at what our goals are and what our plans are you know look at our long-term goals are we meeting those what's keeping us on track and i always like to say what would happen if and um aaron you know why don't we go ahead and talk about rebalancing portfolio just a minute and give you get your view on that because a lot of times people uh when this market is like it is it's a good time to rebalance especially your long-term retirement plan. Yes. So how about whenever we come back from our first break, we will discuss that. Does that sound good? That's good. Okay. Keep it tuned right here. Life Planning 101, KTX and KWBY. And welcome back in to Life Planning 101. You're listening to KATX and KWBY. And we are continuing on with our discussion this morning uh, in the in the life planning financial planning area of kind of year-end wrap-up we're doing a little bit of market watch this morning we've got Aaron the market man in Um, and I think we were fixing to throw it back to you to discuss rebalance we're gonna talk about rebalancing rebalancing it's a good time of year to talk about that yes you know every time I come on here I really try to to hammer home the the idea of getting your risk right. And it is so important because the market actually goes up and down. And we have to understand it goes up and down. And if we can't handle the down part, you're not really investing. You're actually doing more gambling than investing. And, you know, that's the reason most people earn between 2 and 3% a year instead of the, the 10% that the market delivers. That's because they jump in when it's going up, and then the first sign of things going sour, they get out. And it loses people a lot of money. So when it comes to rebalancing, we always want to rebalance to our total risk tolerance, not to how we feel about the market at that time. You know, if you haven't rebalanced in the last several years, you're sitting... You've got a lot more stocks in your portfolio than than your risk tolerance because the market's done so much better than our riskless assets or our lower risk assets. So if you've never rebalanced your portfolio, if you're a typical person that had a 60-40 portfolio or 60% stocks, 40% bonds, that's drastically different. Now you're sitting almost 75% stocks and 25% bonds. And that's not the risk you're probably wanting to take. So it's a good idea to rebalance. Lots of research on out there about how often to do it or what your tolerance band should be. But, you know, on average, once or maybe twice a year, 
the, the most efficient thing to do. Uh, there's a couple things to look out for. Number one, if it's uh, in after-tax accounts, better watch out for those taxes. Those can eat into your profits quite a bit. Also, ticket charges. You know, unless you're in a 401k, it costs money to buy and sell stuff. You want to keep your costs down as low as possible. And one thing you can do <laughs> if you have a retirement account and an after-tax account, look at it all as one portfolio. So, you know, if you have a bunch of stocks in your 401k, maybe use munis to rebalance everything in your after-tax account. So overall, your risk tolerance is right, but you have your most tax-efficient investments in, in the taxable account. There's lots of ways to do that and lots of ways to make it efficient. And you just need to take a large view of what you have and where you need to get for your risk tolerance. Something we all need to do sometimes we don't want to do it because we don't know what to do. So a second part of that is might need some help. Yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> might need some help. So I'm going to give you some numbers here just to kind of think about our future goals. But average retiree that retires only has 12% of the money they need to retire on, you know, which is not good. So what does that tell you? They didn't plan. Yeah. Uh, One-third of Americans have less than $5,000 in savings. Average saved for retirees around $84,000. So just to give you some numbers here is at age 45, you've got an income of, of 75,000. You should have about 255,000 set aside right now. So if you're not if you're not where you need to be, you probably need some help planning. Uh, you need to rethink your budget, how you're going to get there. And that's from Investor's Daily News. That's not, not what we came up with. But we, we can tell you at any age, what based on your income, what money you should already have. And of course, if you don't have that, why? You know, the question is why. And you know, we always look back at that and say, well, it's all because we our discipline and our discipline is caused by our behavior. So we go back to the Christmas spending. Is it mm -hmm. emotional or is it needed? What's really the goal here? One of the things we ask kids a lot of times is, do you want, would you rather have this gift or would you rather be taking care of mom and dad someday? They would rather not take care of mom and dad. You know, yeah. they, they would rather you take care of yourself first. So remember, without you, a lot of things don't happen. So you need to be taking care of yourself and your future because there's a lot of expense in the, in the coming years. And uh, the number one way to do that is with your budget. I think of all the people we work with, all of our clients, we encourage them to budget. But the ones that do the best job of budgeting are also the ones with most peace because they know exactly what they're going to spend, but when they're going to spend it, how they're going to spend it, and they're on track to save more, retire on more, maybe retire earlier. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, we have one a client right now wants to retire, and yet he's still spending, spending, spending. So, you know, bottom line is you can't retire. You yeah. know, you're going to have to keep working. So which is more important? You're spending now or retiring later? Yeah. So it's a question that you ask yourself. And uh, it's a, a lot of times we know the answer, but we just don't want to change our behavior to create the discipline. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's the important part. Okay. Well, let's take our last break here uh, for this Monday <clears throat> morning on Life Planning 101. And we'll be back very shortly on KATX and KWBY. 
Life Planning 101 continues on KATX and KWBY. It is the final segment for this marvelous Monday morning. Um, and in studio, we have Jim Kennedy as well as Aaron Kennedy. And uh, we're kind of doing a uh, year-end wrap-up, looking into the new year, already talking about that. That's right. So <clears throat> we kind of wrapped up the year-end, what, what to be thinking about. But now we're going to kick off the next year and we're going to be thinking about your goals. And I want you to think about just fill out a financial statement. If you had to go down and borrow money, what would you list on it? You want to list everything you have. And uh, that means everything. It means all your insurances, all your investments, anywhere you've ever worked. You might have had group insurance. And we, all, we, talk, we find out a lot of times people have benefits from some previous job they didn't they forgot that they had so if you had to leave this earth today who would know where all that's at you know and it's really important to have a list of the, everything so someone can get their hands on that information because we find a lot of times that no one knows and yeah. uh, that, that information if it's money insurance that'll end up going to the state if you don't claim it so you want to make sure that you know those things uh, look at your beneficiaries. Things change. People pass away. People get divorces. Kids sometimes uh, become irresponsible, and you want to make sure that you have the beneficiaries not only listed, but how they get something and when they get something, because that's real important. We can't leave a three-year-old something. You got to leave it to someone that can help the three-year-old. Uh, you want might want to leave it for the three-year-old, but make sure someone's there responsible. Mm-hmm insurance uh you need to look at what's insured uh how it's insured and if you need to what you need to change on that so having a complete review of all your insurances is is really important that includes your life insurance things have changed a lot so don't take it for granted just because you get a statement everything is okay it needs to be reviewed and looked at by a professional that knows what they're looking at if you work for an employer you know, look at your bennies on that, your beneficiaries. Uh, find out if you're putting all you can back in your retirement plan. Make sure you rebalance, like Aaron says, in your 401k retirement plan. Look at those things and, and make sure you're keeping up to date on it. Also look and see how much you're saving, just like the 45-year-old needs to have $250,000. If you don't have that, what do you need to get there? You know, and, and, yeah. and that's important because... The old person that you're going to be someday is only going to be taken care of by the young person you are today. And you, you've got to be planning to set that money aside. And then there's life changes. You know, that could be a number of things from disability sickness to move to losing your job to getting a new job. And there's, good, there's pros and cons on both, the, both sides of that. But like we see it all the time, people get a new job and they go work somewhere and then they lose that job and they make their back incomes back down to where it was before. Mm-hmm. So just because your income's going up, don't go spend that money. Don't go buy a new house. You know, go do go set that money aside that even if you went back to what you were doing, because you're in a business or an industry that's really moving forward right now, your income could drop back and you don't want you don't want to be, get caught because that's that's hard on your credit. And the uh the, if you own a business, it's really important you do business planning. And not only as a business owner, but as an individual, you've got to look at your tax situation. 
Income tax is a very complicated nowadays. <laughs> Take a look at it on look at it on back of a matchbook and you're done. It's 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 just not the case. It's uh, very complicated. So it really I think it takes two people to help manage taxes. That's your that's your financial planner that does tax planning, and it's your CPA. We work in conjunction. If it's estate planning, it's going to include your attorney. So there's three people involved. So those out there that have Estates and doesn't mean there had to be an estate tax problem. It just means you have a, you've been successful and you got issues. How are you going to pass things on to, to others? But what's the taxable event of of the things that you want to do? So it's very important you get help with taxes, and we want to wish everyone a happy New Year, a Merry Christmas. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving, and we just as we say in our office, we want everyone to live life on purpose and. You know, that means taking that first step to say, you know, I can't do this job alone. I've got to get help. You got to remember, you only lived your life one time. We've lived your life through all the clients we worked with and all the years we've been in business. And that was experiences. You can't buy those. You can't, you know, you can't live them until you've done them. So, you know, getting help from professionals is so important. And we just wish you all the best of this coming year. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates, Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC, Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton and Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group LLC.